You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evan McLeod and Lindsay Roman. I want you to raise your hand if you have ever heard in the entrepreneur space, email lists are key, or you have to have an email list or something along those lines. Hand raised? I thought so. It is not rare to hear that recommendation going around in the business world, but getting a concise and powerful breakdown in one space... Mm, that is a little more rare and an absolute goldmine of a find. And we are proud to say that today, that is what you'll get here. Today, we are talking with the queen of marketing and specifically email lists, Amy Porterfield. Now, if you aren't already familiar with Amy, she is an ex-corporate girl turned online marketing expert, author of the New York Times bestselling book, Two Weeks Notice, and CEO of a multi-million dollar business. During her corporate days, Amy worked with mega brands like Harley Davidson, as well as peak performance coach, Tony Robbins. And after one fateful boardroom meeting and witnessing the lifestyle, financial, and work freedom an online business has to offer, Amy developed her nine to five exit plan and never looked back. Through her best-selling book, digital courses, and top-ranked marketing podcasts, Online Marketing Made Easy, Amy has helped hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs turn in their two weeks notice and trade burnout for freedom, income, and impact. Amy's action-by-action teaching style provides aspiring business owners with the tools they need to bypass the overwhelm and build a business they love. Amy empowers women across the globe to take their futures into their own hands and find a professional autonomy, independence, achievement, and success far beyond what a corporate glass ceiling would traditionally allow. Now, Amy's work has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, CNBC, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, and more. Her company has twice been awarded with the Inc. 5000 Award as one of the fastest growing privately held companies in the U.S. And she is our keynote speaker for the Heart Conference 2023 in Dallas, Texas from October 10th to 12th. And a super secret hint, if you listen to the end of this episode, you will get Amy's secret discount code for your conference ticket. So... All of that is said to showcase. Clearly, Amy is a freaking powerhouse. She is full of wisdom and experience. And today we get to absorb all the possible info we can from our friend. Amy breaks down why having an email list is important to begin with, the first few steps you should be taking when starting your email list, what email service providers she recommends, what consistency is ideal when sending out emails and why, how to grow your list with freebies and other methods, subject line strategy to get more people to read your emails, and so much more. It is seriously so much info packed into a short episode. And as if all of that wasn't enough, we then dive into the program ManyChat, which is basically an automated DM chat funnel on Instagram that is a powerful tool for increasing engagement, link clicks, sales, and list building. Amy breaks down what it is, how you can utilize it, and her thoughts on whether or not it's going to stay around. Trust us, this whole episode is overflowing with insight. So don't skip this one. Grab a notebook and get ready to build a powerful email list that explodes your business, sales, impacts, and growth. Folio Albums is a UK-based album supplier specializing exclusively in fine art printing with sustainability at the core of everything they do. The products are of the highest quality, handcrafted by a highly skilled team in their own Yorkshire workshop. They provide a free album design service and a range of helpful photographers' resources to support your business. Their exceptional client experience team are on hand for any questions or advice. You can even book a free virtual showroom session to check out the products and meet their team. Head over to www.folioalbums.com and use code HEARTHUSTLE40 to receive a 40% discount off a studio sample album. (music) 
You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Amy, welcome back to the show yet again, friend. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are so excited. Okay, so you have this is your third time on. So you have been on the show two other times. Uh, The first one is episode 200, and the second was episode 317. So you are now just a tried and true regular of the Heart and Hustle podcast, and we are so honored. Like, so honored. I'm honored. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And uh, this is fun. If anyone didn't catch this, you are our keynote speaker for the Heart Conference in Dallas this October, and we are flipping excited. We cannot wait. Um, for anyone who maybe like doesn't know you, isn't familiar with you, is like, who's this girl? Who's the keynote speaker? What are these past episodes? Like, can you just kind of give maybe a little snippet of as if, who as you if, are? As if people don't know who Amy Porter is. We're like, Amy, let's pretend that someone has no idea. Okay, there's a lot of people who have no idea. So I would be happy to share a little bit. I always say I'm an ex-corporate girl turned accidental entrepreneur. When I was growing up, I never had huge dreams of being my my own boss or being an entrepreneur. That word wasn't even something we used in my family. So for me to be here now, uh, 14 years later into my entrepreneurship and with a multi-million dollar business, I would have never, ever guessed that. So I was in corporate forever. My last big corporate job was with peak performance coach, Tony Robbins. I got to travel the world with Tony, work on the content that he did on stage at Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny. It was an amazing experience. But while I was there for almost seven years, I got that entrepreneurial bug. I wanted to learn to be my own boss. And so I decided to go out and start my own business. And I used to do social media for small businesses. That's how I got my feet wet in this industry. And then I quickly turned to uh, creating digital courses. And I was really good at creating these courses, launching these courses. And people started to say, Amy, how have you done that? Teach us how you've, how you've done that in your own business. So I transitioned over the years, teaching other people how to take their knowledge and know-how and skill set and turn that into profitable digital courses that they launch over and over again for consistent revenue. I wrote a book called Two Weeks Notice, How to Quit Your Job, Make More Money, Work From Wherever, and Change the World. So that came out in February, 2023. So that was really exciting. And overall, I just am really passionate about helping people find more freedom, helping people find a way to make money on their terms so that they could create a life and a business they absolutely adore. And so that's what I've been doing for the last 14 years. Oh my gosh, we are so here for this. Mm-hmm. And you are a rock star. And yeah. specifically, you are a queen or a rock star, whatever you want to say, um, <laughs> about when it comes to email lists. And I yeah. know at the conference when you're keynoting this fall, you are diving into how to play a bigger game, how to like tackle marketing kind of from a 360 perspective. And today we really wanted to dive into email lists just because you are the queen of that. You are like all knowledgeable. 
in that topic. Um, but first, could you tell our listeners why they should care about their email list if they have one or if they don't even have one? Like, why is it so much more important than they realize? Yes. So when I mentioned that I help people take their knowledge and turn that into a profitable digital course, one of the very most important pieces of making that a success is your email list. And quite honestly, if you're listening and you're like, yeah, but I'm not really thinking about creating a digital course, it does not matter. If you are going to do business online, you must have a digital or must have an email list. And I always say, the quality, the quality of your business and and the energy of your business is directly tied to the strength of your email list. Your email list is an asset that you own. So here's why it's important. Social media is fickle. That algorithm will change like that and can change everything in terms of how you are marketing your business. But when you have an email list, you have names and emails of people that genuinely want to hear from you. You can always make money. You can always move your business forward and you will always be in control of that asset. So I believe that your email list is the most important asset in your business. I would not have the business I have today without a thriving email list. And the the challenge is that most people will not start that email list till they start to struggle in their business and realize, wait a second, there's got to be another way. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening now and you're just getting started, start that email list today. Yes, I love it. Okay, Amy, what would you say though for the person who as they're listening is feeling like, okay, this is great. I agree. I need to, you know, I need to be in control of this asset. I need to be in control of this marketing, but I feel so overwhelmed. And I, I do not understand the first thing about starting an email list, what would you kind of say is maybe the first step or two that an entrepreneur should take in beginning to build out an email list? Okay. So it is very normal for it to feel overwhelming when you have not started an email list. And the number one question I get is, Amy, where do I even start? How do I even get this going? So I love that you asked this. So the first thing is you want to get an email service provider. And so by, by, an email service provider, what I mean is software, so you can collect the names and emails and send out your email broadcast. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is ConvertKit, but there are so many others. Which one do you ladies use? We use ActiveCampaign, uh, but we also, we also recommend for beginners, which I'm curious to hear if you do, uh, Flowdesk, if you're like yes. just getting started. Absolutely. Flowdesk is a great option. And so you have so many options. Many of them you can get started for free. Mm -hmm. And as you grow your email list and want to add more bells and whistles, then you can start paying. So there's a lot of free options to get started as well. So those three are all great options you cannot lose. And so first you need an email service provider. The second thing is you want to create something of value that people would be like, yes, I want that. I'm willing to give a hot commodity up. My name an email in exchange for that freebie that you've created. Mm -hmm. So when you're just getting started, you're going to keep it simple. You're not creating a 50-page ebook. You're not creating a video series or a free digital course or anything like that. We're talking a cheat sheet, a guide, a simple blueprint. Um, Maybe it's a 10-minute audio that you're recording that's full of value that people can't wait to get their hands on. Maybe it's a really short video, but it's something of value that people think, yes, I want that. And what you're going to do is you're going to use your social channels. Even if you don't have a big following yet, you're still going to do this and you're going to talk about it 
on a regular basis. You're going to say, look, I've got this lead. You're not going to call it a lead magnet, but that's what we call it in the industry. I've got this freebie. You're going to want it. Here's why. Here's where you go to grab it. And a lot of email service providers will give you the page. We call it an opt-in page. The opt-in page where people can give their name and email in exchange for this thing you're giving away. So the software is very sophisticated in the sense that it's come a long way since the days that I started where it's really easy to get set up, really easy to get that one page up where people can give their name and email in exchange for your freebie. So you're going to want that email service provider. You want to create a freebie. And I'm talking in 48 hours, you want to give yourself 48 hours to create it. No more than that. That's how simple we are keeping this. And then here's the third thing. When you start to get people on your email list, the number one mistake I see people make is they don't email their list. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times I hear, but I don't want people to unsubscribe. Yeah. People are unsubscribing from your email list. Number one, that's normal. It happens to all of us every single day. But number two, if you are putting out great, valuable content, if you're emailing consistently, they're going to want to stay on your list. So let's not worry about unsubscribes and let's focus on really adding value. Because when you email your list every single week, you are staying top of mind. You become that go-to source. There's a reason why when people say, I want to create a digital course. They think of me because I'm in their inbox every single week giving value. Yeah. Now, the number one question I get is, Amy, what am I emailing them on a weekly basis? If you want me to email someone every single week, what the heck am I emailing them? That was literally my next question. Go. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you've got two options here. One, you could do a standalone newsletter, meaning every week you have a newsletter coming out where you just offer value. You're not necessarily linking to anything but you're giving value. Uh, Jasmine Starr is a dear friend of mine. She's got a great newsletter. It comes out once a week and you feel as though a best friend is giving you advice about entrepreneurship and marketing and life in general. And I really look forward to those. She tells stories. She takes you behind the scenes. She shares her family with you. It's a beautiful thing, but you get value from it. So that's a standalone newsletter and you could do that. The other thing is that you could create a podcast or a video show or a blog and once a week you are emailing saying, hey, I've got a new podcast episode. Here's what it's about. Here's a link. Go check that out. That's the way I do it. I uh, podcast twice a week, but I email once a week and send a link and tell people why this episode this week is so valuable. The reason why I like that strategy the best is because when you're ready to sell, and you send out an email, hey, I've got this coaching program that just went live. Here's a link to go check it out. They are trust your links. They're used to mm -hmm. clicking in your emails and they're more likely to go to that sales page because every week you're sending them somewhere that they feel they're getting a lot of value. That's so good. I love that. You're conditioning the the behavior that you want to you know, continue in the future. Yes, exactly. I love it. I have a question like for a specific, can we throw out like a specific industry, like a photographer or a graphic designer who, yes. who maybe doesn't have a video show or a podcast or anything like that? Could you give just like some bullet point examples of what that person could send their audience or like their list, like topics about? Yes. The first thing is, let's say you're a graphic designer. I did a podcast a long time ago. I don't remember what number it was, but I talked about content pillars. And content pillars are essentially the pillars in your business where you're going to create content around. So let's say you're a graphic designer. So you might want to create content around what 
um, what kind, let's say if you're a graphic designer for websites, so what are the key elements of a high converting website? What are, how do you make a website look good? How do you make a website work well? So you've got your website design, but another key pillar might be entrepreneurship. Maybe you started your own business a few years ago. You've learned a few things along the way. So you want to talk about the, the good, bad, and ugly of starting your own business in, uh, when you leave corporate. So that might be another pillar. Another pillar you have might be your family. You might love to share what you all do on the weekends. You've got a cute dog. You might share that as well. So you're going to have a content pillar of family. And so you do about five or six pillars. So you always know you've got content to pull from whenever you get stuck. So if you're writing a newsletter, and let's say you don't have a blog or a podcast or a video show, you might in that email say, here are the top five mistakes I see most... um, people do with their website. And so they're all related somehow or another to graphic design or you bring it back to graphic design. And then the next week, you might tell a story of how you struggled to get your business off the ground, but why you love your business so much is because you help people like Jane and Sally, and you kind of tell the story of how you work with them. So now you're showing that, hey, I work with people. These are the successes that people have had with me. So you're kind of hinting at what it would be like to work with you because you have to look at the end game. If you're graphic designer, you're likely looking for more clients. And so as you write these emails every week, there's always going to be a hint of, hey, you can work with me and you can have this kind of success as well. Or, hey, I'm very knowledgeable in this area. Here's what I know. And if you don't want to do it yourself, I'm your girl. And so you're taking these content pillars and you're spreading them out week after week inside these email newsletters. But I think the important thing here, and I want everyone to hear, no matter what you do, is that you have to understand your end game. What do you want to do? So if I'm emailing every week, at the end of the day, I I want people to uh, get inside my digital courses. I have two digital courses that I promote, one on list building, one on digital courses. So I'm always saying at the end of the day, when I promote, I want them to buy. For you, it might be when I have a new client availability, I want people to jump in and want to work with me. Mm -hmm. So always know your end game. Yeah, that's so good. It creates so much clarity. It's like, it's so easy, I feel like in the entrepreneurship world to feel like we need to do all the things because there's so many opportunities for so many different, you know, marketing and there's so many different people saying so many different things and it's great. And there's a lot of truth in a lot of it, but it's like, you have to stay clear on what you're like, you're saying, Amy, what your end game is so that everything you're doing is leading towards this ultimate goal. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. For anyone who's currently feeling like, okay, this is awesome. Do you recommend they start out with a weekly list or for somebody who's maybe, you know, juggling a thriving business, lots of active clients or bookings or sales, you know, whatever. And they're, they're, it's keeping them busy and they're, you know, really crushing it on the social game or they're really trying to build, you know, on social and trying to build this list. And they just, they feel like they're juggling a lot. Do you recommend like, no, no, weekly is the bare minimum. Like you need to start, you need to have a weekly email letter going out Or do you feel like there is some flexibility? You could do bi-weekly. You could do once a month, just be consistent and then work up towards a week. Like what, what are your thoughts on that? 
I'm always about baby steps. Mm -hmm. And if I say weekly and someone's listening and they're like, there's no possible way, (laughs) then what happens is they don't do anything. And and I've worked with students long enough to know that is something that is very normal when you're overwhelmed. I get it. So start out simple. If it's once a month and that's all you can do right now, I'm going to support that all day long. However, the goal is to get to once a week. And the reason for that is you have to stay top of mind. There's too much competition out there. There's too many messages floating everywhere. And if yours is valuable and steady and they know to rely on it, that makes a difference. So let's say we start out once a week, once a month. For the next three months, you're just going to do once a month. But you know, in three months, your goal is to do every other week. So you've got this calendared out. You have the intention to doing so. And then once you go to every other week, in three months from then, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go every week. But here's how you do it. You have to schedule the time. Mm -hmm. I teach this thing in one of my programs called Tiger Time. And Tiger Time is where you put time on your calendar to do whatever it is you want to do, but no one gets in to that time. Like you are fierce, like a, like a tiger with her, with her babies, like no one's getting near that time. And so you know that you always keep it on your calendar. So if you put tiger time on your calendar for one hour a week to work on that email, to make sure you've got it set up, it will happen. We have to be more intentional with what we schedule. I'm going to give you an example. So I had to work up to this. And remember, I've been at this for 14 years, so it's been a long time, but there is never a day where I wake up And the tasks that I have assigned to me, whether they're assigned by my assistant or by me, are not already scheduled in my calendar. So for instance, if I have 10 things I need to do today and I look at, I use a project management tool called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. So if I go into Asana and I have 10 tasks today, I go into my calendar and those 10 tasks are actually calendared out, meaning showing me that I do have the time to do it. Because Mm -hmm. years ago, I used to have 10 tasks and not put them in a calendar. And at the end of the day, I only got to five because there was no way I could do the 10 based on what they were. And then I felt defeated at the end of the day and I didn't get the most important things done. So one little tip that I want to share with all of you is today, if you look at all the things you want to get done, plug them into a calendar with how long you think they're going to take with a little wiggle room because they always take us longer than we want and see what's actually doable. You will start winning the day when you match up your calendar with your tasks. So good. That is brilliant. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying. (laughs) Clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service, clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute. The list goes on. Business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though. And yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business. We're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client. Okay. But here's the truth. One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. 
and grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack her contracts in her shop like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best. And you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before and you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Okay, before we kind of move on to a slightly different topic, but still within the realm of opt-ins and and all of this, I have a question about subject lines because if you're sending emails once a week, the subject line, in my opinion, is what gets people to open them most often. Do you have any hot topics or not hot topic, hot tips or thoughts on the subject line? I do. So I was recently on social media yesterday and I was scrolling through and one of the brands I love to follow is Story Brand with Donald Miller. And they actually, I literally have this in front of me, so I'm going to read it. This is what it said and I 100% agreed with it. It says, subject lines that are six to 10 words are the perfect length because they are long enough to communicate a complete idea, but won't get cut off for the mobile viewer. Mm -hmm. So six to 10 words. Many people check their email on their phone and you want them to be able to see your entire subject line. If they can't, they won't understand what your email is about and will keep scrolling. So keep it short for sure. And we're talking short words, not really long words. (laughs) Also, you've got to experiment. So when it comes to a subject line, 
add someone's name and see if you get more people to open up that email. So whoever you're sending it to have their name in the subject line. Uh, Ask a question in the subject line. Add emojis. Create curiosity with whatever you're writing. Maybe put something polarizing in that subject line where people are like, wait a second, I don't agree with that, which means they're going to open to learn more about what you have to say about it. But we have to experiment with subject lines. And and this is the point that I want everyone to hear. When you're experimenting, you have to track. So open up a simple Google Doc, write the name of the subject line of the email, the date you sent it, and then just track what was the open rate. And so you're looking for 20% open rate in the beginning. That's your benchmark. And then if you can improve from there, that's where you want to go. Oh, I love it. That's so good. I think subject lines are so interesting in the, in the world. It's like, yes. you think one's going to absolutely kill it. And then you send it out and you're like, somehow that landed uh, flat. And then another one that yes. you're like, I'm not sure this one's going to do really well. The open rate is through the roof. And you're like, well, so you know, sometimes it's still just a guessing game. <laughs> so true. A hundred percent. I agree. Oh, I love it. Okay. Amy, we're going to pivot slightly from, it's kind of in the same realm and they kind of go together, but... Lindsay and I uh, have been using something recently and we have noticed you are also using it. I wish I, it could be a different software, but you are using like DM chat funnels. Yes. Can you kind of share why and how you use that? And do you use that, which I think you do to grow your email list as well as going directly to, you know, increasing sales and, and other offers as well? Absolutely. So yes, I use ManyChat. And so when people hear that and they've never heard it, just it's M-A-N-Y. It's such a a weird word uh, to put with the software. But I use ManyChat, which is a tool that allows me to automate in my direct messages on Instagram. So to explain it so people understand, if I go on a video on Instagram and I say, hey, I've got a brand new freebie for you. It's all about how to get more done in the day. And so if you if you comment the word win I will automatically send you a link to get my freebie. So that's on Instagram. Let's say it's in a story or actually it would be in a post where you would comment below. So all you need to do is comment the word win and we just make up the words, whatever word you want. So they comment the word win and automatically on the back end, I have set it up so that I have a post ready to go. Hey, so glad that you want to win the day. I'm so excited for you to be more efficient. Here's my freebie. Download this, come back and let me know what you think. And so then I could put together a whole automated sequence. Now, the question usually comes up with, Amy, if it's automated, does it feel less personal? Does it feel like a robot is talking to me? Will people actually engage? And if you make your post personal, if you are active on social, so they're constantly seeing you, whether it be live or in your post or whatever, people are not worried that these are automated and they absolutely will engage with them. And I 100% use this strategy to grow my email list. Oh, I love it. Can you give us one way that you do use it directly to grow your email list? Yes. Okay. So let's see here. I recently did one around digital courses and it was like five things to help you get started with your first digital course. So what I did is I did three or four post um, 
on my newsfeed on Instagram. And two of them were actually a video that I recorded. And then two of them were just static images. And, uh, oh, actually one was a reel. And the one that was a reel did the best because reels are working the best right now. And it was a voiceover. So it was me just like kind of walking around my house and getting coffee and whatnot. And then it was my voiceover saying, do you want to create a digital course, but you have no idea where to start? Is this something you've thought about, but you're like, what do I even do? And are you scared of making mistakes? Well, I've got the ultimate resource to help you. So just comment below course, and I will send you a free resource to help you get started. And so um, they would comment the word course and it would go right into their DM. And I, I usually say, check your DMs because some people are like, where's it going? Like, how am I even going to know? Because it's a little tricky. They're in the comments of a post, but they have to go over to their DMs, which is not a big deal. It's like one click, but you got to tell them where to go. And now I can have a full on conversation in a DM, all automated, but all valuable. I this love is it. so good. Well, yeah. it, it's in theory before many chat, you could still do this by ha- obviously having link in bio, but yeah. I feel like there's something so easy about commenting. And then all of a sudden a link is given to me, like yes. it lessens the friction. It does. And it feels a little bit more personal because you're literally getting something in your DM. Yeah. And also because we do this pretty consistently, we are growing our email list by thousands every single month just in our DMs Mm -hmm. versus, you know, there's other ways to grow your email list. We didn't really talk about this, but of course, posting on social just in general, having them go click the link in bio. That's what I did for years and years. And that one works. This I think works a lot better. But also I wanted to mention, there's other ways that you can grow your email list. You can go on a podcast like I am here. And if you get permission at a time, you could mention some kind of freebie at the end. Yeah. I always love that strategy for my students. And then of course, um, you can be on stage and you can mention, hey, if you want to, if you want to dive in deeper, text, you know, this number and I'll send you a freebie. So there's always these different ways. But the reason we're talking about many chat right now is people are on Instagram. They mm-hmm. are paying attention. That is where probably most of your audience is and most of my audience. So go where people are paying attention. And right now it's reels, it's Instagram, it's DMs. I love it. Oh, it's so good. What are your thoughts? I'm curious because we're currently using many chat. I know you are. Um, and it, there's just so much power in it. You can have multiple like options, you know, you can be like, Hey, what are you interested? This is so, I'm so excited. You're, you know, interested in the conference. Are you ready for your ticket? Yes. Send me the link. Or do you want more info? Like they can click the options. You can send them like different directions within that automated sequence. You can add videos, you can put it on lives. Like there's so much within mini chat. We're loving it. I know you're loving it, Amy, but I'm curious, what are your thoughts? Do you think this type of technology is going to last on social media? Or do you think it's going to, you know, be really hot for a while and then fizzle out as people get tired of automations within Instagram? You know, that's a great question. I'd like to think it's going to last and evolve and the technology will get even better to Mm -hmm. make it feel more personal, allow us to do a lot of different things. Because you mentioned something I didn't that I'm glad you did. In the automation, you could say, hey, do you want this or do you want that? And you can like actually customize their experience based on what they're clicking and what they're gravitating towards. So I think the software will get even more sophisticated. I don't 
don't think it's going away. The only thing I thought was at the time of this recording, Threads just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. And so uh, Threads is popular right now. I think people have seen a little bit of a decline in their Instagram um, engagement because people are going over to Threads and Threads does not have a DM option yet. Who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen? And so I do think that new tech, our new so- uh, sorry, new social media can definitely take your attention away from one thing and put it on another. Um, but because Threads is so tied to Instagram, I just really don't see this strategy going away anytime soon. Yeah, I love it. Cool, That's so good. Oh man, Amy, I feel like we could just talk to you for hours and hours as we clearly, I, technically we have having you <laughs> multiple times, which we are here for and honored by as always. Um, being your third time, you kind of know the drill as we begin to wrap up an episode, but we're going to ask you four uh, little kind of wrap up questions. The first one is, I just want to touch on you speaking at the conference and being our keynote speaker. Do you want to just share a tiny glimpse of what you're going to speak about at the conference? How does, you know, this whole topic of email lists and the marketing of that, you know, speak into what you're going to talk to on the conference? And like, what are you excited about when it comes to Dallas in October? Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for Dallas, especially because I love getting in proximity with people. There's magic Mm. about showing up live and being there. You know, for those of you who are listening that maybe don't have a ticket yet, I look back at all the successes I've had in my career in the last 14 years, and I can pinpoint many of them based on being in the room, actually being in proximity with people. And for so many years, we didn't get to do that because of COVID. So this is an opportunity. Another friend of mine who's been doing live events, he's like, live events are back. The energy is amazing. People are excited to get there in proximity with other people. And the relationships you can make are priceless. Mm -hmm. So I do think a few times a year, we've got to come out from behind our computers and put on some real clothes and get (laughs) out in front of people. And I'm excited about that. So I'm excited to meet all of you who will be there. And also I'm going to talk about playing a bigger game with your marketing strategies. There's so much you can do. And a lot of people are like, Amy, I'm overwhelmed. I'm already doing too much. I don't even know if what I'm doing is working or the right things. And I'm going to get really clear on the, the major marketing strategies that will move the needle. And I'm going to show proof of how they've worked for me or for my students. So you walk away and you're going to choose one or two strategies and you're going to say, I'm going to implement these in the next month or so. And so my presentation will be very actionable and very specific about marketing strategies that will move the needle to help you grow your email list, to help you sell more, whether it be coaches or coaching or consulting or digital courses or a membership, whatever you've got, my strategy strategies will work. Oh, I love it. We're so I excited. Love, yes. <laughs> I cannot reiterate the importance and the value of in-person events like you just said. Like yeah. it it matters. We just did an intimate workshop and we just came off of a, like a live retreat and I'm just like, "Yes." I just remember how like, like <laughs> yeah. It's so True. good. Before we move on to the other questions, I just wanted to throw in here, we do have a discount code uh Amy10 for 10% off if you are listening cool. to this. This is a special exclusive well, it's Amy's code, but I'm going to share it. On this. <laughs> I'm going to share it on this podcast episode. If you're listening, you can get 10% off by using Amy 10. Awesome. Yay. Okay, Amy, next question, which I feel like we've asked and, and kind of asked you recently. Maybe I'm getting confused on when we had you on last. So maybe you have another answer for us. We will greedily take it. What is a favorite book that you have read recently that we can add to our to-be-read list? 
Oh, okay. I want to share something that I just started. I want to get the full name. So I'm literally, um, hold on. This is, this is <laughs> you it. said I can't mess um, this up. Okay, let's be here. I know this is awkward, but it's going to be worth it. So oh, no, we are, we are ready. We're pulling up our, our book list right now. So this okay, is great. great. Pause. <laughs> okay. So this is a book that was just recently recommended to me. And um, I think the last time I was on here, I recommended a book by these two guys, but it was different. So this one is 10X is Easier Than 2X, How World-Class Entrepreneurs Achieve More by doing less, which is my favorite topic, doing less. So Dan Sullivan, Benjamin Hardy, they have this other book I love called The Gap and the Gain, which I think I might've mentioned last time I was here, but this is another book they wrote. I was just recommended, just started it and I'm loving it. And I'm loving it because I want to do more. I want to level up, but I don't necessarily want to do more work. And that's what the book is about. So 10X is easier than 2X. Mm -hmm. Get the book. Oh, I love it. Amy, you always have the best book recs. That's why I was like, I'm going to ask her, even though (laughs) we've asked her this three times now. (laughs) Love it. All right. We've also asked you this, but maybe if the answer is the same, that's okay. If it's different, we're here for that too. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned in business? Oh, you know, I've learned so, so many lessons, but this one's very personal and kind of embarrassing to say, but I have to stop taking things so personal. Mm -hmm. And I've learned this the hard way. Uh, I recently launched a book in February and there was just some situations where I thought I would get a yes from a peer. Like, of course I'll promote or yes, I'll have you on my podcast. And there was just a few situations it didn't work out as planned. And I was really hurt. I'm I'm a sensitive kind of girl and I took it really personal. And I've been working with my therapist and my business coach around, it's not all personal. Sometimes it just doesn't work for somebody else's business or their timing or whatever it might be. And I need to just keep my eye on the prize, put my head down, do my great work that I do and not worry about how everyone thinks about me or their feelings toward me or anything like that. So taking things less personal in business, I think will help me immensely. And maybe someone else needed to hear that as well. Mm, Oh, that's so good. So good. Why does that remind me? What's the movie that, that is it, uh, You've got mail. Is that the one that's like, it's not personal, it's business. The one where she's a bookshop owner. With, with Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. She's like, but it is personal to yes. me. And I can relate to that. I would, I would say the same thing. It is personal to me. This business yes. is my baby. Yes. And when I get that, and at the same time, the alternative is I just have hurt feelings all the yeah. time. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, what, what do I, how do I want to feel? I want to feel really excited and engaged in my work. Mm-hmm. So I think it comes down to me caring deeply about how people think of me and feel about me. And I'm in my forties now, and I'd really like to shed worrying about what everybody thinks about me mm-hmm. and just, how do I think about myself and, yeah. and who, what do I stand for? So it's been a journey that I'm yeah. still on for sure. Oh, I think that's every entrepreneur because you're right. You know, our businesses are our babies. And so it's so good. It's so inspiring hearing that from you and being like, yep, you know, it's okay that there are babies, but we also have to learn, you know, what's most important to not just get butt hurt over any and every like closed door, no, or, you know, disappointment or whatnot. So... Oh, I love it. Amy, you are just such a joy. We love having you on the podcast. We are so excited for our week in Dallas together in just a couple of months. Um, where can everyone like learn from you, find you? Feel free to pitch a freebie here if you want oh, to. Like, whatever. Where can people connect with you? 
Well, I have a podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy. So if you love podcasts and you love listening to these wonderful women, then you might love my podcast as well. So Online Marketing Made Easy, you can find it wherever you get podcasts. And I am very excited for this event. October is my favorite month. I just love October. It just feels like a good month. And so getting out in the world and going to an event and getting to hug all of your amazing community members, I'm all for it. Yay. Oh my gosh. Well, it is October 10th through 12th, if anybody's listening. Uh, like I said, Amy 10 gets you 10% off. Amy, you are a joy to talk to. Thank you for coming on our show for the third time. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> listening to me sound like a frog. If anybody's listening to this, I'm suffering a cold. But I'm here. Anyways. Showing up anyways. It's not Showing personal. Up I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not personal. It's business. Okay. <laughs> Amy, we love you so much. We will see you in just a few months. Love you, girls. Take care.